Greetings. This is Atma Boda, and the title of this podcast is Higher Truth, Why It Is Misunderstood. People have misunderstood higher truth for the simple reason that human beings have flaws, and they tend to put those same flaws into their concept of a supreme being or God. And they make it into a judgmental figure. And part of that is because of the various religions and the scriptures that are attributed to God make the concept of a higher truth be something like someone on sitting on a throne looking down on pitiful humanity and glorifying himself and wanting praise from humans to you know praise him and or her and this is not the highest truth and not to denigrate or you know religion uh, because religion has an important <coughs> place <coughs> certainly it has an important place in history and even today and a lot of people find comfort in religion and that's great you do you if you find something helpful go for it that's why diversity is so amazing that we have these diverse options of how we can choose to live our lives but the point here is why higher truth is misunderstood so let's just for example to begin with let's just throw out the window the concept that there's a judgmental god and that this god wants you to obey certain commandments as written down in certain holy books i mean certainly there's obvious ones of, you know, don't harm people. Pretty much all the commandments come down to that. Just don't harm others. Don't hurt others. Simple. And then the commandments go into detail of, of what exactly that means, right? But uh, aside from that one principle of do not harm others, there are no rules when it comes to Higher truth. Higher truth is about giving you and empowering you what you need. The mind craves truth. It craves inspiration. Every artist, what does an artist want? Inspiration. What does a musician want? Inspiration. They want to be inspired to get that next great hit. To be on the top 10 list or bestseller platinum record and in order to get that you need inspiration same thing with an artist if you want a masterpiece and you want to make a name for yourself you need inspiration for that well the source of all inspiration is this highest truth and you don't need to give up anything 
in order to experience it. The only thing you need to do is to adjust your self-limiting beliefs so that you don't have self-limiting beliefs because there's only one primary obstacle to experiencing the higher truth and that is self-limiting beliefs. Let me give you an example of what a self-limiting belief is. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve it. Those are self-limiting beliefs. Or, it's not possible. It's not possible for a human to experience this higher truth. Or, it's not possible to become enlightened. Nobody's become enlightened. It's a myth. It's not possible. That's another example of a limiting belief. Another example of a limiting belief would be, God doesn't exist. There is no objective truth. There's none, no objective truth. There's only subjective reality. My truth is truth. Your truth is truth. And we all can live in harmony together because we all have our truths. So let me address that last disempowering belief. Because yes, that is a disempowering belief to believe only in subjective truth. And let me explain to you why that is disempowering it's very very simple if you believe only subjective truth exists then that means you cannot experience objective truth that means you are closing your world and making it so that certain things are not possible you're creating the impossible. You're creating restrictions on what you can or cannot experience. By saying, oh, objective truth is not real. There is only subjective truth. You are closing yourself off for, from an entire dimension of understanding, entire vistas of expansive knowledge that exists that you can tap into by saying no it doesn't exist that's like saying um i'm living on an island computers don't exist internets don't exist it's like okay fine yes you're living on an island for you computers don't exist for you the internet doesn't exist but for someone else who is not living on that island who is living in modern society guess what 5G. <laughs> you got pocket computer, right? You got in your hand a, whole, a powerful computer that can do video conferencing, that can communicate over vast distances in real time, that has access to unlimited knowledge via the internet and via YouTube and, and experts through you know so many different websites that you can access, right? But to somebody who has never experienced that before and who's living in a primitive society, he or she would look at you like you're crazy. Be like, what? What are you talking about? You must be crazy. Here, let's, let's tie you up and put you in this uh, crazy room with the crazy people. Or worse, let's burn you at the stake, you evil witch. 
You must be a witch. How else could you have such strange ideas? Let's kill you. Yeah, that's a great idea. Burn her, burn her. So that's what happened in the past, right? So the same thing is happening today. If somebody is enlightened and says, okay, objective truth is real, objective truth exists, and you've not yet experienced it because all you've had experienced before is subjective reality, then you're going to look at that person who's experienced objective truth. Truth is crazy, right? It's, it's natural. So, never believe something that's going to limit you. That's the point. Remove self-limiting beliefs. And the belief that only subjective truth is real is a limiting belief. And once you change that belief and say, oh, okay, I'm going to have an open mind. I'm going to say, okay, I'm not going to disbelieve in, in the reality of objective truth. Maybe I'm, I'm not ready to believe in it just yet, but I'll keep an open mind about it. Well, that's a, that's a step in the right direction right there. What does that do? That creates a window, a window that objective truth can come in through. And what does that mean to you? That means that you can have more opportunity to feel inspired, to have that great idea that's going to change your life, to come up with that piece of music or that great artwork, or maybe a business idea, right? Maybe it's the idea that's going to get you that promotion at work. These are the possibilities that you can open yourself up to by allowing for the existence of objective truth. Now, we're not talking about allowing the existence of a judgmental God. We're not talking about putting yourself into a lifestyle whereby you have to obey certain rules about your uh, diet or, you know, sexual proclivity or, or whatever nobody's trying to to, to to change to change whatever you believe about your gender about your sexual preference all of that is completely you know that's nothing to do with this right you can you can maintain whatever other personal beliefs whether your politics are on the right or the left it doesn't matter objective truth is above all of that okay so it's non-judgmental. You can maintain whatever beliefs you want. And the only difference is you are allowing for something greater to come into your life and empower you. That's all. That's all. It's very, very simple. I mean, if you think about it, who could say no to being inspired all the time, right? Every day, every moment, you're like, yeah, party on, dude. Awesome. Love, truth, peace. This is it, man. It's like being in a con continuous state of inspiration. And, you know, people's toxicity and negativity of others that just bounce off you. It's like no, nothing can get you down. That's resilience, right? When you have that resilience. And that's the last secret. And I want to... Um, I'll probably close with this idea is in order to have 
resilience, you need equanimity. What is equanimity? Equanimity means you're having a balance of mind, right? You're not, um, you're, you're not, um, how do I say? Uh, your mind is quiet, your mind is still, and you have that balance, all right, of, of peace. And uh, you're not being influenced uh, too much to the positive or to the negative by the external, okay? And that's, that's what equanimity is, is. It's not being influenced to the positive or to the negative by external reality. Equanimity is not saying, oh, I'm, no, I'm not positive and I'm not negative, I'm in between. That's not negativity. Neg- I mean, sorry, that's not equanimity. Equanimity is when it all has to do with the outside, okay? You're not allowing positive or negativity from the outside to disrupt your, your bliss, your flow. And you're being in harmony with the universe. Now, it just so happens that being in harmony with the universe is a positive experience, all right? When you're in harmony, when you're in that zone, you feel amazing. It's great. You feel like you can do anything. You feel like you're invincible. You feel like you can accomplish any goal that you set your mind to. That's how inspired you feel. And just imagine having that power all the time and nobody can take it away from you. No one. Well, in order to get to that place of equanimity, you need objectivity. Objectivity. Think about that. What is objectivity? That means placing yourself outside of yourself in a sense and looking at it like a third party would, would right? It's a, a kind of a detachment. Detachment. Objectivity. And what, is else, what else does that remind you of? Objective truth, right? Objective truth is the only way to be truly objective. And when you have objective truth, you're connected with that. It's not about surrendering. It's not about surrendering your free will. It's not about ego death, okay? It's not about giving anything up. It's not about sacrifice. It's about receiving. Your mind is designed to attach itself with truth. It's designed for that. You literally can interface your mind with objective truth. And the only way you can do that is by removing your self-limiting beliefs, allowing that it is possible, believing that it is possible, and integrating into your life a philosophy that's more conducive with this ultimate reality. And so the more you have um, objective uh, beliefs, uh, incorporate objective truths, and really ingrain those objective truths deep within you, then you are uh, polarizing yourself and harmonizing yourself with that higher power. And that is how you can get 
to that place of awesomeness. And what's amazing about this is when you get to this place, you want to share it, right? You want to tell your friends. You want to tell your family. And maybe they'll think you're crazy. But it's like if you're plugged into something amazing, it's like, wow, I want more people to experience this. This is awesome. Why are drugs so popular, right? You got these illegal drugs, fentanyl and cocaine and all these drugs, right? Which, by the way, I'm for the natural lifestyle. I don't do drugs. I don't advocate for drugs. But And same thing with prescription medicine. You got antidepressants. You got um, different other prescription medicines that people that feel like they make you feel good, whether it be Xanax or Adderall or, or what, what have you, right? But why are they popular? Because they make you feel great, right? But they have side effects, right? They're very, very harmful for you. And you, of course, you, doctors will confirm this, right? There's, there's addictions. There's side effects. There's um, withdrawal symptoms if you don't get your fix, right? Well, that's the amazing thing about enlightenment is once you arrive at this place, you feel better than any drug can give you. And, you know, before my enlightenment, I, I you know, I, I'm, I've experienced some of these drugs, right? Before, <laughs> what, whether it be marijuana or, or what have you, right? It's, it's, and that's how I can be so confident and say that after enlightenment, your daily experience exceeds what any drug or pharmaceutical, legal or illegal, can give you. And that is starting by opening that door a sliver and saying, hey, I'm not going to be closed-minded about objective truth. Let's be open-minded about it. You got everything to gain and nothing to lose. So what I suggest for everyone who is skeptical, skepticism is healthy. I love skepticism, actually. Without skepticism, there wouldn't be science. Science is built on that, about building a hypothesis, doing experimentation to prove that hypothesis. Well, here's a hypothesis for you. Objective truth exists. It's up to you to do the experimentation and prove it for yourself whether or not it exists. You're going to have an answer because through doing experimentation, and in this case, it could be listening to these podcasts, it could be reading literature on the ultimate truth and applying it into your life. And if you start seeing benefit, then you know it works. Simple. All right. Well, we're going to close this up. I'm going to try to keep these podcasts to less than 20 minutes apiece. And looks like we're there right now. So everybody, peace and love. Love all. Trust truth. Atma Boda out.